Hi there, I'm Jolyn McCarthy and welcome to Two Question Tuesday. Each week, Two Question Tuesday answers randomly picked questions submitted by our clients. Answering this week's questions, we have with us Phil D'Angelo, Managing Director of Focus Wealth Management, and Mike Pizzani, Director of Financial Planning. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning, hey, Joe and Mike, how are you? Good morning. Good morning. Okay, Mike, our first question is from Alan in New York. Why is the Fed hiking rates if inflation is at 5.4%? So this is an interesting dynamic that we're kind of seeing because basic financial theory would tell you that if inflation is running hot, then the Fed should be hiking rates to try to combat that and withdraw stimulus uh, basically from the overall economy. But we're in a very strange dynamic right now where a lot of the base effects from COVID due to, one, unfortunately, people passing away from the uh, disease. And then secondarily, some of the supply chain issues that we are seeing is actually driving inflation higher. So when you have a significant monetary intervention following the financial crisis versus a lot of the fiscal stimulus and direct injections of liquidity into the economy following COVID, you get a very different type of effect afterwards. And yes, we have seen inflation run at some of the hottest levels that we've seen in the last 25 or 30 years. But a lot of the increases in inflation recently are due to supply chain imbalances. And if the Fed hikes rates, they're not really doing anything to withdraw demand or change the lending standards of anything that are associated with what needs to be fixed to actually address the supply chain. So I'm going to take the other side of this and actually say, yeah, it makes sense for the Fed to actually withdraw stimulus because I think we're at the point now where we've gained over 70 percent of the jobs that we lost during COVID. The economy seems to be in a much better place than it was even you know, six months to a year ago now that some of the case counts of the Delta variant have rolled over. And so the withdrawal of stimulus makes sense, but hiking rates right now doesn't necessarily do that because really what you need to try to increase capacity is capital spending. So a lot of these companies reinvesting in the supply chain, buying new trucks, shipping vehicles, increasing their capacity in any way. Some of that's facilitated by you know borrowing and lending money. And if the Fed hikes rates, there's going to be less money out there and less demand for capital investment. So I think that more capital investment right now actually does, goes a long way to address some of the supply chain issues that we potentially have, helping heal the labor market and actually combating these really high levels of inflation. Because although that I think we're seeing that inflation isn't transitory right now, it's a little bit stickier than I think the Fed originally had forecasted. We're in a situation where over the course of time, more investment and more improvements in the supply chain and technology are the thing that are going to make inflation go down. So hiking rates counterintuitively, I don't think is going to be the right answer right now. The withdrawal stimulus, it makes sense. I'll tell you what, though, right? Looking at, you know, what clients spend and how we've been in an environment where, you know, clients really haven't been spending a lot of money over the past 18 months, right? It's, it's, it's pretty wild. You're going to have a lot of pent-up demand on the other side of this. And I like the idea. Uh, and I, I like the move in the 10-year note going higher in yield. Um, you know, I, that's been very tough to do, right? Even if you look overseas in Europe, you've had negative rates for close to a decade. And now you're seeing some of those nations. I mean, look at the German Bund uh, getting mm. close to break even. Uh, that, that's a good sign because 
very tough uh, to get out of deflationary environment. But I'll tell you what, uh, oddly enough, the pandemic uh, and the supply chain tightening uh, stopped uh, this deflationary spiral that existed in some parts of the world, namely Europe, right, for, for over a decade now. So uh, the right things are happening here uh, to the economy, fortunately and unfortunately. Yeah. And I go so back to a lot market, of it, I guess, right? We talked about this a little bit in our asset allocation meeting this morning. Yeah. Um, inflation is better than deflation and higher rates are good for the right reasons. And, you know, when you look back, right, I was looking at ads. They had uh, Barron's, you know, it's their hundredth year, right? So over the a couple weekends ago, they had, uh, you know, mun- municipal bond and treasury bond advertisements from, you know, the firms that existed in the early 80s on Wall Street, 18 percent, 16 percent bond issues that couldn't even been sold because, you know, people didn't want to buy those bonds at those at those high levels. Right. Because rates just kept going higher. And you look at how long we've been in a period of rates going lower and lower, right? Eventually, that's going to stop. And, uh, you know, that seems like it's stopping now. And uh, maybe rates can go higher than everyone really expects. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jolyn, go ahead. All right. Our next question, Phil, is from Ron in New York. With inflation expected to rise, should we be more overweight in health and energy? Yeah, so I think that... Um, First of all, value has outperformed growth now uh, for the better part of a year, uh, but still on a three and five year, uh, growth has outperformed value. So value to us looks pretty cheap. We've been overweight energy in our model ETF portfolio. We've been overweight healthcare in our model ETF portfolio. Uh, you know, there's good values there. There's some great dividends out there. There's some good fundamentals. Um, in an inflationary environment, large cap value does make sense. Now, I will say that there was a, a scare to growth stocks because rates are going higher, which to us made no sense. Again, Mike, to your point earlier, right? We spoke about that in asset allocation uh, this morning that, you know, higher rates choking off these growth stocks to us is just, you know, an excuse for rotation into some of the value names. Also financials. You know, if you look at financials over time, really over the past decade, uh, if you bought financials after, you know, the 09 crisis, you know, made money, you know, they're, they're up over time, a couple hundred percent, something like that. Not as much as growth stocks and tech stocks, obviously. If you bought the financials uh, in COVID March of, you know, two years ago, almost, uh, you, you've actually had over the shorter period of time, better relative returns than holding those stocks for a decade. So I think financials make a lot of sense right here. Um, they're still cheap. I think healthcare is cheap value-wise. You're getting good dividends. Uh, and energy has had a remarkable run. And again, you want to buy these things when no one else is buying them. And if you go back to, you know, March and even uh, January and February of, of close to two years ago now, that was the time to buy those stocks. When oil was being phased out, no one was going to ever use oil again. The narrative, you know, that we talked around in our shop was that, hey, uh, that's not true. You know, 75% of the world still runs on on oil and uh, some of these emerging markets and and growing nations that are using these uh, still run on combustible engines, and there's a lot out there, and it's going to be around for quite some time. And that was when oil was getting into the 20s, I'd say. Um, so you always want to think long term, and you always want to take uh, advantage of these sales when they come to fruition. So energy, I'm less bullish on right now, um, but the other two certainly. Now, the the backdrop for inflation makes those stocks want to go up, right? If you have inflation in the system, energy and commodities are definitely the spot to be. Um, but they've had a great run off the bottom, so I'm less optimistic about that. But financial and healthcare looks looks pretty good here. 
Yeah, I think it's important to recognize, too, when inflation runs hot, the yield curve steepens, and that's good for financial stocks. And if you look at the best performing segments of the S&P 500 on a year-to-date basis, one and two are energy and financials. And then simultaneously, to your point about technology, if we're worried about rates rising because of inflationary pressures, guess what doesn't have any inflationary inputs? Technology. So if, if you're worried about inflation, that could be a decent place in terms of generic earnings quality to hide out for a little bit. So, yeah, we don't buy the higher rates or bad for tech stocks. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you both for answering this week's two questions. If you have a question you'd like to submit, email us at jmccarthy at focusedwealthmgmt.com. Stay safe, and we will see you next week. Take care.